Okay, good morning everybody, hope everybody is well. Happy Thursday. Thanks so much for joining us, talking about narratives. Talking about narratives. The narratives that are within our lives are the narratives that govern us. Circle back to how we began. The narrative of the Seder, the narrative of storytelling. So the Seder really isn't about Exodus. Seder really is about the narrative of the Jewish people. And the narrative of the Jewish people really is we're up, we're down. Whenever we're down, we turn to God and He takes care of us. Right? The narrative of the Jewish people is that we're interconnected with the divine, we're always turning to the divine, we're walking with Him. We're relying on him. And if we rely on him, then he'll take care of us in the end. We'll have to do the work. We have to work hard, but he'll do it. He'll take care of us. It's the narrative that we pass along to the next generation at the Seder. The narrative of we were a great nation. We, were, we came down to Egypt and we contributed to society. And we paid our taxes, and we voted in elections, and we, you know, saluted the flag, and then they killed us and pressed us. And we turned to God, and God saved us. That's the narrative. That's the narrative. The story, the facts, was Egypt, the Jews, slavery, those are just facts. Now, if you, if you inculcate that narrative, you know what ends up happening? You're stuck in some town in Europe, and the Cossacks show up, and people are giving up hope, and you say, no, don't worry, it'll get better. How do you know? I don't know, I just know. God will take care of us. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out together with him. He didn't abandon us. We're an eternal nation. And when you're sitting in Auschwitz... And everyone gives up hope. You keep on pushing. And when you're sitting at the bunker at the Yom Kippur War and the border of Syria, right? And wherever you are throughout the entire history of the Jewish people, the facts change, but the narrative is the same. You keep fighting. And don't worry about it. God will take care of you. It'll work out. It's the miracle of Israel and the miracle of a nation that was reborn from the ashes. And the miracle of, I'm not saying that there are periods of downtime, there are periods of tragedy. But we're eternal. And we never give up hope. That's the narrative of the Seder. That's the narrative of the, the baton that gets passed, because that's the narrative that gets put into facts every single moment of one's life. <clears throat> That's what we're talking about here. Understanding narrative. Understanding that a narrative that you understand and believe like this is why you keep on fighting when everything looks lost, when you start, when you launch a, new, a modern state. It's because you sort of have a collective consciousness that we're going to make it in the end. God's not abandoning us. 
the narrative of the survivors of the Holocaust that come to new shores in America and don't just totally give up, but rebuild Jewish life. Why would they do that? Because there's a certain eternality to them. Had they known that, who told them that? Nobody. But it's the narrative of the Jewish people. You know, I, I was talking to a friend of mine who um, who has been coming more and more connected to Judaism, and and he was explaining to me that, you know, he had a very interesting moment. He said that the pandemic hit and his family quarantined together, and he has teenage kids, college and teenage kids. So him and his wife, who are now learning more and, you know, and growing more, spent their time watching, you know, online classes from rabbis. It's a, you know, a, a website called Torah Anytime. Basically, it's the online lectures at Torah Anytime. Some of you are watching the show on Torah Anytime. And on, it's, a great, it's a great website, Torah Anytime. And his, another rumor is kids watching, you know, CNN and whatever shows they're watching. And it was explained to me that they'd walk out of their room and they would be like ready to rock because every message was as soon as the pandemic hit, it'll be good, it'll be fine, we'll get through it. This has happened before. This isn't as bad. God will be with us. Don't worry about it. Stay strong. Have faith. It's every single message, every single rap, every single Rebbitson, every single person speaker has got like some version of the same message. So they came out of the room after two or three hours of watching different classes and they're like walking through walls. And their kids come out of the room and CNN's like, we're all going to die. And it's not just CNN, but like every newscast, we're all going to die. And it's this person's fault. And it's never going to be over. And there are more stats of people dying. And we're going to keep on showing the hospitals where everybody's dying. And we're going to die. And, and they would sit at the dinner table and they would tell me that like half the table was like hope. Like the sunshine. Half the table was like gloom. And he just said to me, he goes, where did you guys get, did you guys have like a meeting to like to discuss what we're all talking about? I'm like, no. He's like, how did you all know? Like nobody was like doom and gloom. Like nobody was like, it's going to be over. Like nobody sounded like the newscasters. So what was going on? I explained to him like, this is our narrative. Like we've been talking about like ups and downs. And when it's down, you double down on your faith because you're never going anywhere since you were a kid. This is the Jewish story. This is every story in the Jewish people. This is our version of it. COVID was our version of it. As soon as COVID hit, thousands of Jews were like, we've seen this before. The facts are different, but the narrative is the same. Challenge, you double down on your faith and challenge, and he'll bring you out of it. Like, what are you talking about? And he couldn't believe it, that this thing really does work. I'm like, of course. How do you think we make it? narrative of our lives is what's driving our our energy it's what's driving our ability to keep on pushing or giving up it's what's driving our ability to to find the strength the narratives that we allow ourselves to believe in the narratives of who we are and who we're not and you can change your narrative if you just give it enough exposure give it enough exposure you can change your narrative and when you're trying to influence somebody else understand that you got to be understanding what narratives move them 
You're talking to a bunch of kids and you're talking about some narrative of a guy who, you know, worked super hard every day. And the kids are like, what are you even talking about? I'm a teenager. Like, like, working hard doesn't excite me. The stories you're telling me don't move me. We want to deliver a message, so we just cut out the story. We go right to the facts. People are right to the to the, to the lesson, and people are like, "All right." And you're like, "Going well, out and say, why 'Why'd you get it?'" The answer is because you didn't send in the Trojan horse. You didn't allow the person to unpack it themselves. You didn't have a narrative that resonates with them. But as you look into the world, what you're what you'll see is that everything around you is a narrative. Everything around you is someone else's story. And if you see it as such, you can understand what narratives you want to bring into your heart, what narratives you don't want to bring into your heart, what stories you want to hear, what stories you don't want to hear. Which is why sometimes if you watch too much news, you end up becoming a more negative person because the narrative of the news is usually survival because survival is what gets you to pay attention. Remember we spoke earlier about relevance and survival? The only thing that trumps relevance is survival. So if I have to get you to watch the show because i got to pay for it, the only thing that's going to get you to watch this show is if I'm going to mess with your survival. So it needs to be in order to follow the economic model that the, what you're watching has blood in the streets or else you're not watching it. So, so much of the stories we see really is designed to take the narrative of it's going to be terrible because then I have to keep on watching. If it's going to be amazing, I don't got to watch you anymore because I don't have to be informed if it's going to be amazing. But those narratives are getting into our consciousness. Those narratives are getting into how we see our lives. There's a narrative going around years ago about the 99 and 1% as if if the people that... I'm not saying everybody's honest. I'm saying people don't. some people don't cheat at the top. But the idea that like if someone has been successful financially, they're all of a sudden greedy and evil. It's a narrative. It's not necessarily true. I'm not saying that everyone's easy and, and nobody's greedy. Or, but like for everybody, it's a narrative that keeps on getting put up in front of us and in front of us and in front of us. So people stop believing it. We're the Jewish people. We live off these narratives. The narrative that Jews are are greedy or Jews are own the world or Jews are, you know, war. All these narratives that our nation has struggled with and gotten people in our history have gotten killed over their narratives they would whip up a frenzy of of protesters to walk into a town and kill people because of a narrative that wasn't even true but on the flip side the narrative of yes you can the narratives of overcoming challenge the narratives of pushing pet that's what makes great people but you got to pick your narratives and you got to expose yourself to the right narratives and you got to know what narratives are driving you. And you got to know what narratives are driving your kids and your family members. And you got to know how to deal with them. you got to know that the reason why you can't hear someone else speak is not because they're right or wrong. It's because you don't have the same narrative. And it's too hard for you to actually buy someone else's narrative. But that may be truth. And you may be losing out on clarity. Because you don't know that what's driving you is the narrative. I'm going to pass over is the story of the story but it doesn't end in Passover it's the story of our lives it's the story of our lives when you take back the stories in your life and of your life you start to see things you've never seen 
You start to experience things you've never experienced. You start to remember things you've never remembered. That's the game. All right, everybody, have a great weekend. Think about this. God's help. Cannot wait. See you next week. Living on a lifeline. The world doesn't ever seem to change. Looking for the sunshine. But you're caught up in the rain. It's like your eyes are wide open, but you cannot see. You're watching life pass you by like one, two, three. Walking in destruction. The winds of life blur your vision. All the devastation forever feels like you're on the run. It's time. No one else can set you free. You're locked inside. And only you.